So the reading is from Luke chapter 1, verses 1 to 4, and it can be found on page 1025 on the Church Bibles if you want to join in. Cool. So. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also for me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you, sorry, so that you may know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. This is the word of the Lord. But I also want to do a little bit about kind of what Advent is about generally, because it's the first Sunday of Advent. It's a weird word, a word that we don't use very often, apart from really at this time of year. Now, Advent is about a couple of things. Uh, One is getting excited and ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus that we'll be doing on Christmas Day. And the other is waiting with expectation of the fact that he's going to come back, which is what he promised he would do. And because God has never broken a promise, we can wholeheartedly know he's coming back. And we're just looking forward and anticipating for that day, or at least I hope you are. Um, some people like to think about the time when Jesus comes again. Other people prefer to think, well, I'd like to get that done first. Uh, and I'd like to really kind of see my kids grow up and all those kind of things. But actually, it's about saying, Jesus, come now. Come now, Lord Jesus, and redeem everything to how it should be. But Advent is a time of counting and of waiting. And I want to, you know, we've almost been here a year now, uh, and I feel I'm beginning to get to know this congregation a little bit, but I want to get to know you really well. Now, I'm going to ask some questions about Christmas and about where you are in terms of your preparations for Christmas. But what I'm going to say is, as I ask these questions, you are not allowed to judge one another with the answers that we give. Okay, we've got to be honest and and right before one another. So hands up if you've already worn a Christmas jumper this year. Okay, good. There's a few out. Good. Okay, hands up if your house is already fully decorated. Tree, whistle bells, whistles, everything. It's all done. There's a few of you. Not so many, actually. First week in December, quite surprised. Hands up, this is a big one, if you've already finished your Christmas shopping. (laughs) Oh, there are some. (laughs) Hands up if you've also wrapped everything and you're ready. Oh, wow, look at that. (laughs) 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 Okay, so those of you who have done your Christmas shopping, well done. Those of you who haven't, just to give you a heads up for Christmas Day, we're going to present to you the opportunity to challenge uh, me and maybe someone else I'm hoping to ask uh, to turn whatever you buy or whatever you open on Christmas morning into a sermon. So if you haven't yet thought about what you're going to buy, you might want to think with that in mind. Can we catch them out? Let's see. But Advent is a time of counting and waiting and being expectant and looking forward to uh, Christmas. Now, who has an Advent calendar at home? There's a few of you. Hands up if your Advent calendar has chocolate in it. Oh, yeah, there's a few grown-ups too. Good, that's what I like to see. Now, in my experience, there's, there's a number of different ways that people treat advent calendars over the Christmas season, particularly when they have chocolate in. There are people like me who genuinely, most days, completely forget they've got it, which means that they build up 
what's today, the third, uh, three days, uh, in my case, this week, because I haven't opened it, we've been away this weekend, uh, of chocolate. And so I get to, like, sort of three days into Advent, and if they can get them out, they take them out. And they'll eat day one. And if they can find it, they'll eat day two. Oh. And then, uh... Because <laughs> it's the third, we might as well eat day three as well. There are others, though, however, who actually, as soon as they get up, running down to their calendar... Hang on. (laughs) It's the very first thing they do. Who has their calendar before breakfast? Yeah. So they'll rush down the stairs. Let's pretend it's the 4th of December. They'll rush down the stairs. Before they've even had breakfast, they get out of the chocolate. They've gone. Now, there are those people who, who pay really close attention to the beautiful, intricate detail that the makers of these calendars have gone to to put beautiful pictures on the chocolates. There are others who don't even notice. Let's say it's the 5th of December. <laughs> and they, uh, there's a picture there. I don't really care. It might be a picture. Uh, and you may pay attention, you may not. Um, there are others. This is getting harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> Should have practiced this one. There's lots of helpers here. <laughs> there are lots of helpers. There are those, actually, who do uh, wake up in the morning, they open that advent calendar, and they think, I don't really, I'm not really feeling in the mood for chocolate, so I'll, I'll share it with someone else. I'm not one of those. <laughs> I, I tend to keep it all to myself. There was one particular year, I was delighted, particularly as someone who does um, build up and, and wait. My parents bought me an advent calendar. They also counted down to New Year's Eve. Um, And because I am someone who does forget, on New Year's Day, I literally did this. (laughs) Opened up the calendar. Of all the days that I'd forgotten to buy, uh, I had to open it, which is uh, harder with this. Just took out all the chocolates and and just sat and ate them like this. It was a glorious New Year's Day. Now, however you approach your advent calendar... Christmas is a time of expectation, of not just enjoying chocolate and all those good things, but a time of waiting. And we count down, the reason we count down from the beginning of December is because we want to ensure that we really appreciate on the day of Christmas everything that Jesus came to do. Because what he came to do is really remarkable. When you think about the Christmas story and how absolutely bonkers it is that that God chose to send his son into the world to become like one of us, to be born as a baby in a stable, uh, in in mess and and mire, uh, to, to basically come into this world so that we can have life with God. It's an incredible story. And we're looking over these next few weeks about how different people view that story depending on who they are in the story. And we're looking today at Luke. Now Luke is somebody who wrote one of the stories down. We have our four accounts of Jesus' life and birth. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Now we know that John and Mark didn't really write a great deal about Jesus' birth. They kind of mention it in passing and then they move on to other things. Matthew is somebody who really wanted to get across uh, to the Jewish people um, that the, the, the the miracles of Jesus, the miracle of Jesus' birth. Now Luke 
as somebody who was teaching people who were kind of outside of this Christian faith, uh, outside of the Jewish faith, he wanted to ensure that they had all the facts clear and simple presented to them to say, look, this is what happened when Jesus was born. And it's because Luke had that burning desire within him to write down every detail that he could think of. And he did loads of research. He went to the eyewitnesses of the time. He asked loads of people who were around at the time. He looked at what other people had written and he pulled it all together and said, this is what I think really happened when Jesus was born. And the reason he did that is because he had a desire for people to know the truth. The truth of who Jesus is. So when you open your calendar tomorrow, uh, I won't be opening for a couple of days, I've (laughs) gone ahead of myself now, but when you open your calendar tomorrow, just remember you're not just counting down the days to Christmas Day, which is a lovely day, you're counting down the opportunity, really counting down the opportunity to remember everything that Jesus did for you. And that's possible because people like Luke were faithful enough to say, I want to ensure that as many people as possible know this good news. And so he wrote it down as a record that that we are blessed to still have today, alongside the other records that we have as well in the other Gospels. So we are anticipating, we're counting down, we are waiting, but at the same time, we are hoping for that time that Jesus will come again and restore everything to how it should be. And my challenge to you this Advent season is you may be looking forward to Christmas Day, but how much do you really want Jesus to come back? How much do you really want to see him return? Have you got that bucket list that you want to tick through first, or do you want him to come back today and restore everything to how it should be? My hope is that we grow in desire as we prepare for Christmas this year, that we increase in our desire to see Jesus come again. And it's going to be amazing when he does. And the key thing is then to ask yourself, how much do I want Jesus? How much do I want my friends to know Jesus? You know, as we go into the Christmas season, I think it's one of the best opportunities we have to say to somebody the most easy form of evangelism. Why don't you come? Why don't you come along to this and see what we have to say about Christmas? Why don't you come to the carol service? Why don't you come to Christmas Eve? Why don't you come to Christmas Day? And the challenge that we're going to be putting to people as they come is this question. If everything about Jesus was true, what difference would that make to your life? If everything about Jesus is true, what difference would that make to your life? And as we prepare for Christmas, we're counting down to remember everything that Jesus did for us. And we're hoping and waiting for that glorious day when he will come again, because he has promised he will. Amen.